Welcome to Raising Christian Kids. Your host, Leanne Mancini, is extremely passionate that children build a strong, foundational relationship with Jesus before the age of 10. Children need head and heart knowledge in order to stand strong against the world's ever-increasing rejection of Christianity. You will be equipped with methods and techniques to help to solidify a relationship between your child and Jesus. So let's dig deep and help the next generation to love Jesus with all their heart, soul, and mind. Hello and welcome back to Raising Christian Kids. I'd like to ask you to please go to our website and check out the wonderful free resources we have. And also sign up for our newsletter. I sent out a very informative newsletter that talks about other products, as well as my own, that can help you help your child have a strong foundation in Jesus. Today, I'm going to talk about four ways your child can experience God. I recently read an article in the Journal of Childhood and Religion, and I want to share some of the interesting info with you. David Cisnos wrote an article titled, Four Ways of Knowing God, Exploring Children's Spiritual Styles. Each child has a spiritual style. I wonder what your style for your child is, and I wondered what mine was when I started reading this. So he starts out with a quote from Robert Cole's book, The Spiritual Life of Children. And he says, children and adults alike are pilgrims on the spiritual journey for, and here's the quote, spiritual aliveness knows no age barriers. The young child and aged philosopher stand on level ground. So let me say that again. He starts out with a quote from Robert Cole's book. Spiritual aliveness knows no age barriers. The young child and aged philosopher stand on level ground. When you think about it, it's so true. We are on equal footing, all humans, regardless of age, race, or nationality. And why would there be any barrier to growing spiritually in the Lord? Perhaps this is why children ask questions about God and Jesus so often. There is a relational consciousness that we all have with our Creator. So David's paper is based upon a six-month study he conducted in which he asked 13 children ages 7 to 11 to complete a social mapping exercise. He gave them each a map of his or her church and two sets of colored plastic bits. One color represented children and the other color represented adults. Then he asked them to place these little plastic bits, their bits of plastic, on a map of their church in a way that described their view of where people spend the time during Sunday service. So some of the adult plastics would be in the sanctuary, and probably some of the children plastics would be in the nursery. Then he asked the children to put the bits on the map in a way that prescribed where they would prefer adults and children to spend the time. This was the first part of this exercise. Then he asked open-ended questions, and he asked the children to draw pictures of people with whom and places where they experienced or felt close to God. Then he gave each child a disposable camera and asked them to photograph the places and objects that helped them to feel closer to God. 
Lastly, he interviewed the children's parents about their children's view of spirituality and their participation in their child's spiritual life. He did not disclose any of the information with the parents that the children had given him. Through these various methods of data acquisition, he said he was able to gain insight into the spiritual lives and experiences of the children, at least these 13 children. He states there are four ways in which spiritual styles were manifested in the lives of these children. And I think you will possibly hear that your child will fit into one or more of these spiritual styles. This will help you help your child to have the best environment conducive for connecting with our Lord and faithfully obtaining spiritual growth. So the first style is a word-centered approach to spirituality. A word-centered approach is a thoughtful, cognitive approach to spiritual growth based on the significance of words. These children use reason and logic. They are likely to examine ideas about life, religion, and faith. These are children who like to go to school and enjoy learning about God in Sunday school and church. One child, Nicholas, stated, I learned more about him, God, because it's all about God. These types of children like to share what they have learned with others. They also like to read their Bible by themselves. It is a word-centered spirituality, and they value propositional and cognitive knowledge about God. If you find your child often reading his Bible by himself, he probably fits into this first style of word-centered approach to spirituality. Next style is an emotional-centered approach to spirituality. Now, these types of children love creativity and expression and emotion. Music is central to the spiritual growth of these children. Abigail took photos of audio tapes and included recordings of songs that she sings in her church's children's programs. Those pictures were the pictures that were evident of where she felt closer to God in her church. Houston said, God feels close to me when I'm singing into the sanctuary, but he also feels God's presence through the plays that the children perform. Performing arts are vital to these children. The children with emotional-centered spirituality felt that corporate worship is a vital characteristic of their congregations and their experiences with God. A third style is a symbol-centered approach to spirituality. At first, I was skeptical of this style based upon the title. However, this is a beautiful style in that these children love to have quiet time with God. I think I would title this a natural-centered approach. But anyway, these children each valued quiet and silence as a part of their spiritual experience. Caleb would often go to a small pond near his home. He said he usually doesn't feel peaceful, but when he's at the pond, he feels peaceful and it reminds him of God. Ian feels closest to God when he is saying his prayers in bed, and that is where he feels God the most. Lori likes animals and trees and being outside. Her mother verified this by saying that her daughter is a nature nut. These children love open spaces. This was evident with Ian as he placed many children and adults outside of the church during his social mapping. So he would take his bits and pieces of children and adults and place them outside of the church. Lori said that she likes big rooms because whenever she's in little rooms, she feels, quote, 
all shoved up like being crammed inside a locker. These children have plenty of room to experience God, and prayer is a vital practice and is manifested in quiet, private ways. They love the divine and the mysterious ways of God also. The fourth and last style is an action-centered approach to spirituality. These children experience God in actions and deeds. They care less about organizational and corporate gatherings. Juliet feels God in the value of community and in the actions of its members for the betterment of one another. Her favorite memory of her church is providing free meals to homeless people in their downtown neighborhood. She also has a strong desire to become a missionary. Her mother stated that she is starting to realize that what she is learning about God needs to have an impact on what she does. Julie experiences God through actions of justice and serving others. As you are listening, do you hear any of these styles that represent your child? Maybe your child is a combination of a few of these styles. My children love nature, and I felt they experienced God more when we studied creation. They also love charity and doing good things for others who are less fortunate. So maybe your child expresses closeness through the path of the intellect, the ways of emotion, the journey of mystery, or the road to justice. Whatever path they feel closer to God is a path that needs to be laid before them, giving them the best opportunity to draw closer to the Lord. I will have a link in the show notes to this paper that you can pull up on your own and read the full paper if you wish to do so. Remember, Jesus said he will send us a helper in John 14, 16. And I will ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate to help you and be with you forever. With the help of the Holy Spirit, this is how we can raise strong Christian children. This podcast is part of the Edify Podcast Network. Edify is a faith-inspiring app that brings together thousands of the best Christian podcasts in one place for your listening enjoyment. Cut through the noise and grow your faith by diving into the world's top Christian podcasts today. Download the Edify app for free from the App Store or Google Play or by going to edify.app. That's E-D-I-F-I dot app. <laughs>